Welcome back to our study in the book of 1 Samuel. It's, it's really interesting to see in those ancient times how people responded to God. And we're in the midst of that period when the enemies of Israel, the Philistines, had captured the Ark of the Covenant, which was a little Achaia box containing the Ten Commandments and the Rod of Moses and other things that were symbolic of what God had done in the past in Israel and also, it was the place where the mercy seat was on the top of the box where they believed it was a symbol of the redeeming and forgiving and cleansing power of God. So here's what they decided to do. Verse 7, now then, they said, get a new cart ready with two cows that have calved and have never been yoked. Hitch the cows to the cart, but take their calves away and pin them up. Take the Ark of the Covenant and put it on the cart. And in a chest beside it, put the gold objects you're sending back to God as a guilt offering. Send it on its way. But keep watching it. If it goes to its own territory toward Beth Shemesh, then the Lord has brought this great disaster on us. But if it does not, then we will know that it was not his hand that struck us, but what happened to us by chance. So here's what the plan was. They were, they were going to put the Ark of the Covenant on this cart, and they were just going to send two cows that just on their own, no driver of the cart. And if it went back to Israel crossed over into Israel, they would know that God is the one who had brought this judgment on them. Now, if it didn't, they, wouldn't, they would know it wasn't God. But what was interesting, these were cows that had recently had calves, and they were devoted to taking care of their calves, and their calves were getting milk from the mother, but they pinned up the, the calves, which meant that most of the cows would have had real trouble going away from their calves they were really putting some very strict restrictions on these cows. But they, but notice what happened. So they did this. They took two such cows and hitched them to the cart and pinned up their calves. They placed the ark of the Lord on the cart along with chest containing the gold rats and the models of the tumors. Then the cows went straight toward Beth Shemesh, keeping on the road and lowing all the way. They did not turn to the right or to the left. Even as they left their calves, they were moaning and lowing like a mother cow for her calf, but they still went on their way straight back to Israel. The rulers of Israel followed them as far as the border of Beth Shemesh. Now the people of Beth Shemesh were harvesting their wheat in the valley, and when they looked up and saw the ark, they rejoiced at the sight. The cart came to the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh, and there it stopped beside the large rock. The people chopped up the wood of the cart and sacrificed the cows as a burnt offering to the Lord. Then the Levites took the ark of the Lord together with the chest containing the gold objects and placed them uh, on the large rock. On that day, the people of Beth Shemesh offered burnt offerings and made sacrifices to the Lord. The five rulers of Israel saw this and then returned that same day to Ekron. And what happened was it the cart just, the cows just brought it straight back to Israel. And so they knew that God had brought the judgment on their country. And the tumors that they had were actually his judgment. And now they were rid of it. So they went back satisfied. But you see, nothing had changed. They went back to worship their false gods. They went back to, work, to live their wicked lives. They went back to have their same sins. They went back to be miserable in their superstitions and prejudices because God had been rejected. God had been refused, and now he was gone. So the people of Israel 
at least in the edge of Israel, had back the symbol of God's presence. And the scripture says, the large rock on which the Levites set the ark of God is a witness to this day in the field of Joshua at Beth Shemesh. But God struck down some of the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh, putting 70 of them to death because they looked into the ark of the Lord. See, the Lord had indicated to the people from the beginning that the ark of the covenant was holy and nobody was to play around with it because it was a symbol of God's presence. And God's presence is holy. This is why when Jesus died, that the Holy of Holies, which was the innermost part of the temple where only the high priest went once a year to make atonement for sin and nobody else went in, that was considered the very presence, where the very presence of God dwelt. But when Jesus died, the curtain that separated the Holy of Holies from the rest of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, which was saying, yes, God is holy. Yes, God is one who is different from us, totally beyond us in purity. But through Jesus' death on the cross, we can come into his presence. And in the opening of that curtain, God was saying, I've opened the way through Jesus for you to have a personal, close, and deep relationship with me. And that's what he wanted people to understand here. He is holy, so, so don't get away from that. We need to recognize that God is holy. He's, he's the other than us. He is greater than us. He, he is beyond our sins and our failures. But he loves us, and so he opens the door for us to stand in his presence. That's what the people of Beth Shemesh ask. Who can stand in the presence of the Lord, this holy God? To whom will the ark go up from here? Then they sent messengers to the people of Kiriath-Jerim, saying, The Philistines have returned the ark of the Lord. Come down and take it up to your town. So the men of Kiriath-Jerim came and took up the ark of the Lord. They brought it to Abinadad's house on the hill and consecrated Eleazar his son to guard the ark of the Lord. The ark remained at Kiriath-Jerim a long time, 20 years in all. That's pretty amazing. See, they didn't really have a centralized government at that time. There was no king. There was no president. There were no elected leaders. Samuel was the judge who would rise up in time of crisis and lead the people and the one they would go to for advice and counsel. So there was nobody who made a decision to bring the ark back to Shiloh where it should have gone and to be in the tabernacle, the tent meeting. But what happened was they just left it at at the home of a man named Eleazar and his, or a man named Abinadad and his son was taking care of it. And then the people of Israel turned back to the Lord. God, spiritual renewal came and the people said that they wanted to get back to the Lord. So Samuel said to all the Israelites, if you're returning to the Lord with all your hearts, then rid yourselves of the foreign gods and the asterisks and commit yourself to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So the Israelites put away their Baals and their Asherahs and their false god and served the Lord only. Then Samuel said, Assemble all Israel to Mizpah, and I will intercede in prayer before the Lord for you. And when they had assembled, they drew water and poured it out before the Lord. On that day they fasted, and there they confessed, We have sinned against the Lord. Now Samuel was serving as leader of Israel at Mizpah. So the people came back. This is the story of how God is forgiving and how God accepts us in spite of the failures we make as believers in him and how he will restore us to fellowship. 
you need to do that today, just come to him. Confess your sins, ask him to forgive you. He'll take you back. You never have really, he's never left you. You've just left him for a little while. So trust him today. God bless you. Have a great day. 